You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 221, Why Strong Leaders Are Still Needed. You know, the workplace has changed. The corporate world has changed. Leadership in many, in many areas, in many companies, in many fields has become decentralized. Um, sure, you've got the CEO or the president of the company that um, calls the shots, but but this idea of strong leadership has often uh, fallen by the wayside in many places. And, you know, we feel like we have to, um, every decision has to be a team effort. And, you know, we have to be inclusive on every decision that we make. And there is so much truth to that. Um, you know, being inclusive and, 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 and getting everyone's input is, is very, very important in a lot of cases. But I think in, in, in too many instances, we've taken that to such an extreme that uh, leadership, the, the art of leadership is, is really almost an afterthought. And uh, so what I want to do in, in, in actually these next two episodes of Leading and Learning is talk about why strong leaders are still needed pretty much in every arena of society. Um, leaders are needed, leadership is needed, and, uh, and I'm going to give you some reasons why. And I want to just kind of start off, I'm going to give three uh, preliminary statements, and then we'll actually dig in and look at um, some characteristics of effective leaders and uh, really uh, characteristics of, of strong leaders and what strong leadership look lo- looks like. So the first preliminary statement is leaders always provide direction. Um, If you don't have strong leadership, you don't have direction. And if you don't have direction, then where's the organization going to go? If a church doesn't have direction, where is that church going to go? If a company doesn't have direction, where is that company going to go? If you don't have direction in your life, where is your life going to end up? So leaders provide direction. That's one of the things that, that, that they need to do. Um, you know, and, and, and often this is not a, a team effort. I mean, it's not that he doesn't have input or she doesn't have input, but it's often uh, really based on a vision of where they should be going. And of course, you know, input is involved, but, but very often, you know, that leader just needs to set the direction on where they're going as a company or organization. Number two, leaders make decisions that keep us moving. Now, I don't know if you've ever been a part of, of, of one of these um, uh, team things where, where leadership's been decentralized and, you know, everybody has a voice and 
um, you know, you just kind of sit around and talk about it for, for weeks before anything is done. And, um, uh, you know, again, there, there is a place for that, but at some point somebody has to make a decision and, and, and there's no telling how many hours are wasted each week by just sitting around and having the same conversations over and over again. Um, when I was, I'm a career policeman. I was a cop for almost 30 years and, and I can remember sitting in meetings where, um, even, even the leaders, even those who, who had the rank were, you know, maybe hesitant to make a decision. And we would sit around and literally have the same conversation for, 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 for hours. And we'd talk about it and we'd come back to it and we'd talk about it. We'd, and, and, and the same arguments and the same things were presented. And it was finally like, would somebody just make a decision and let's move forward? So leaders make decisions that keep us moving. We have to have it. Every organization has to have it or else you come to a standstill. Number three, leaders provide discipline to keep us from getting off track. Um, and if you don't like that word discipline, we can put guidelines in place. But either way, leaders give us the path that we're going to go down to keep us from getting off track. And again, you know, this is very seldom going to work in a, in a team environment. In other words, you can't have a team of leaders saying, okay, um, you know, these are the many different roads that we can go down. It's usually going to be one or two directions. And you know, having somebody setting the course is really what the captain of the ship does. Now, of course, he's working with a navigator, but, you know, within those two or three people, they're going to set the course for the ship. They're going to set the course for the organization. So leaders provide discipline. They, they provide the guidelines that keep us from getting off track. Because if, if our organization um, is committed to doing a certain thing, then you know we can very easily get off track if we're not careful. I've seen too many churches, and that's that's the realm that I'm kind of in now, get off track because they try and do too many things. Um, you know, the 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 fault of most churches is not that they don't do enough; it's that they usually end up doing too much instead of narrowing it down to what they do best as a church and concentrating on those few things. They end up trying to do too much and not accomplishing anything. So, so we need to have guidelines to keep us from getting off track. Well, don't go away. We're going to be right back. I just want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you in my book by, by, by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. This is the updated and revised edition of my popular book on leadership. And really, this book is much more than a leadership book. It's really on personal productivity. Of course, we talk about leadership and management and supervision, but we also talk about time management. We talk about setting goals and creating good habits. And um, it's motivational. It's it's teaching. Each chapter is is short. They're only a few pages long, but it's designed to give you um, immediate, actionable things that you can do. So, um, at the end of every chapter, there's some discussion questions that you can use to implement the principles in your life. So check out Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. I know you will love it. Well, okay, we're back. 
And we're talking about why strong leaders are still needed. And we just gave some introductory thoughts. We said that leaders provide direction, they make decisions, and they provide discipline or guidelines to keep us from getting off track. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, um, in this episode, I'm going to give you two, and then we'll come back next week and wrap it up. I'm going to give you two thoughts, two ideas, two components that make up effective leadership. And really, these things that we're going to be talking about, you see in almost every effective leader, almost every effective leader that I've ever been a um, been privileged to work with or work beside or work for has had these in some um, you know capacity or another. So the first one is this. An effective leader has insight. In other words, the, the effective leader has insight, but they see things that others do not. They have a, a bigger picture view. They can see further down the road. Um, you know, we think of this as vision, but, you know, it's more than just vision. Um, you know, look, anybody can have vision, but how do we accomplish that vision? Um, it's one thing to say, this is where I want the church to be in five years. It's another thing to say, this is how we're going to get there. And so insight is seeing what others don't, but it's also having the wisdom to, to build a way to get there. Um, it's also the ability to see issues from a broader perspective, to understand what's involved and recognize the best course of action for all concerned. You know, You've probably been there. I've been there. Maybe you know if you've worked part of been a part of a large organization. You've um, maybe been the recipient of a decision handed down from on high. Maybe a new policy or or a new direction that the company or the church or whatever was going to be going, and you questioned the wisdom of it. And you said, "Oh, this is a terrible idea. This is a terrible policy." But maybe three months or six months or a year down the road, you realized there was a lot of wisdom in that policy and because you and I may have not had the perspective that the person at the top who made the decision had, we didn't understand. And so that's what insight does. It gives us the ability to see issues from a broader perspective, to see further down the road. It allows us to see the whole project. Um, It allows us to see the whole project up close. You know, like we said, we need to be able to see all sides of an issue. We need to be able to understand not just how we're going to get there, but how are we going to fund it? Um, who are the personnel involved? What are the challenges we're going to face? I mean, it's easy to say, hey, this is what we're going to do, but a leader with an, an insightful leader is also going to say, okay, what are going to be the challenges? What obstacles might we encounter if we go in this way? So they've got the ability to see the whole thing, but they also um, have a have a telescopic um, view. They're able to to see further down the road um, what are not just the, the short-term results, but also the long-term results. So really, insight is such an important characteristic for leaders. And, and you know, there's, there's just nothing that you can substitute for it. And often, you know, we talked about uh, how in many cases leadership has been decentralized in some organizations. And um, it's just kind of left to to each department or team to kind of find their own way. And this is why too often we run into problems. Um, 
There's just no substitute for somebody that can see down the road, anticipate problems, anticipate obstacles, and have a plan to, to deal with those things. And then the second one is uh, initiative. Uh, leaders take action. They don't sit on the sidelines. Uh, they don't wait till they have you know, absolute certainty to act. Of course, they do due diligence, but at some point they decide, no, I've got enough information. It's time to make a decision. Um, they're willing to step out and make a decision. And this can be the scary thing. This is often what separates true leaders from those who just have a title. Um, it's easy to you know, give somebody a title and, and just assume that they're a leader. Watch how they make decisions because a real leader is going to make a decision. And, and this is such a valuable thing. And you could also use the word decisive here. Um, decisive is an important characteristic for leaders. And, you know, we asked the question to start with, why strong leaders are still needed? Why do we still need them? Well, we need people who can make decisions. We need people who can keep us moving forward. Um, they don't let fear hold them back. There's nothing worse than a leader who's scared. There's nothing worse than a leader who's scared to take action, to make that decision because they're scared they might do the wrong thing. Um, it's so, so important that we be able to make decisions. Leaders get paid to make decisions. For a number of years when I was a police officer, um, we had a, a particular uh, high-level leader who was known for a, a, a lack of initiative. Um, not very decisive, scared to make decisions. And for that reason, many decisions just never got made. And so in, in, in a lot of ways, the department really was at a standstill. We just kind of came to a stop in, in, in so many key areas. And things that needed to be dealt with did not get dealt with because this person refused to make a decision. And it was, it, was a, it was a terrible few years, and I was at the very bottom of the rung at that time, and yet you could feel it all the way through the department, this lack of decisiveness, this lack of initiative, this unwillingness to make a decision. And listen, you may make some wrong decisions. That's part of it. But usually, even a bad decision is better than no decision because you can correct it as you go, but no decision means you just end up stopped. You end up at a standstill and your people feel frustration. So do due diligence, get input from people, you know, ask what people think, do your own research, but ultimately you've got to pull the trigger. You've got to make the decision. Well, all right, we'll stop there. Um, just a quick recap. Um, we talked about how leaders provide direction. They make decisions that keep us moving. They provide discipline or guidelines that keep us from going off track. And then we, we started our discussion on keys or characteristics or, um, you know, really qualities that effective leaders need to have. And we mentioned insight and we mentioned initiative. Insight is that ability to see what others don't see, to see further down the road, 
to see the project, um, to see obstacles, to see problems, and to see solutions to them. Initiative, um, not sitting on the sidelines, but really in the middle of the fight, willing to make decisions, willing to step out um, a decisive leader. Leaders make decisions. I'd love to hear what you think about these important thoughts on leadership. We will come back next week, and we'll, we'll actually wrap this up. There's a few more um, key areas that I want to talk about, but um, I'd love to hear what you think about these. Go to davidspell.com, leave me a message or comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. If you enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to lead strong. <laughs>